Yay. Hello and welcome to Let's Drone Out. Tonight we are joined by Adam Juniper. Hello. Uh, Jay Chipko from above. Ah, yeah, hello everyone. Happy New Year. I've noticed a few people think I say above you rather than above view. Yeah. Well, I actually started off with above you, as in I thought, you know, it's above you, and technically it is, but I thought oh, it might, people swag. might take offense. No, they might take offense like it's above you. I'm sorry, you won't understand. So <laughs> it kind of changed uh, as well. And, and we're also joined by our favorite guinea pig, Tony. Bonjour. <laughs> Well, of course, he's against the eating of 17. guinea pigs. Yes, oh, it's, it's, it's a here. new year. Oh, hey. It's Frank here. Hello. G'day, yeah. Frank. <laughs> what, what the hell? Is Hold it on, am I in some parallel dimension at the moment? Is this real? I mean, robot, Frank, though. No. no, well, Frank may be coming joining us very shortly then. It does look promising, so stay tuned. He might well, open he, he, he did speak just a moment ago. I did hear him. Yep. Yeah. You still hear me? Yep. Oh, yeah. Dude. Hello. What the hell? Everyone's here. Welcome the to the show's on the website. Century. What's going on? I'm scared. Well, it, it just proves we're not celebrities. We all survived 2016. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we really survived this year. Into a bit of a talent scout, didn't he? Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. Maybe, maybe it's to make room for some new talent. I don't know. Maybe this, yeah. uh... or maybe some people have uh, been given the opportunity to escape before the uh, the real yeah, thing before it all really yeah yeah. Adam, you look ten years younger. It does. I do look young. I was thinking that while while she was cutting it, um, I was like, oh, I look younger. And then, oh, my face looks different shape. Like I've now you can really see how fat I am. <laughs> <laughs> you said that I didn't. Uh, Isn't it just a fish eye lens? Isn't that the fisheye webcam? Yeah, yeah, it's Apple's fault. That's the second thing Apple have done to ruin things this today. Um, the other one, uh, was the slight lateness was because I couldn't find some headphones that would work with my Mac because the headphones that come with my iPhone don't fit into my computer. Thank you, Apple. Oh, well done, Apple. So anyway, this is a, a new year, and uh, Jack basically referred to Tony as a guinea pig. And so before the show, we were actually thinking, what we're going to do for this year? There's many exciting things coming up, isn't there? In 2017, we made it, 2017. And uh, we're thinking about doing some tests on uh, Tony to see if we can make him a better, more agile, mentally agile pilot, or a worse pilot, <laughs> through drugging him, sort of abusing him. I don't, I don't know. Basically, he's a guinea pig, and we're going to conduct some scientific experiments. So if anyone's listening tonight, we want to know if sort of any uh, example uh, test that you'd like to see run on Tony. The guinea pig. Not well, too, I, not too I, horrible, please. Well, no, you're, yeah, well, you're all Brighton-based, I guess. As long, <laughs> as long as they're of scientific validity, they will be considered. Hmm. <laughs> 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 you don't know what you're <laughs> but yeah. Ah, it could be, we might make you uh, the best pilot. You might get first place. You might be flying around the world. So let's see if, you know, have some faith in us. Oh, yeah, that would be nice. You, you do know that the people who run the um, drone racing league are ultimately responsible to, or have to do the same drugs tests as the athletes, the um, the same federation as the IFF. Did it really? Yeah, I, I, I was surprised as well. I found it out recently. But but if we use placebos and tell Tony he's taking a performance enhancing drug, but he's only taking a placebo, then he gets the benefit maybe. But he doesn't That's get. True. He doesn't feel. And, and to so, be honest, how often have you been asked to piss in a pot before competing? 
But I, I, I think it's a valid thing, actually, because, you know, there's, there's a lot of hand-eye coordination required for racing, or even flying. I'm just destroying my face. Um, there's a lot of hand-eye coordination required, yet um, perhaps people don't think about the mental agility that you can get from food, you know, your food, Through and cocaine? a lot of other sports. <laughs> well, oh, sorry. it's a performance enhancing, isn't it, Jack? Like, like <laughs> carrots, carrots, Second World War, carrots. Performance enhancing yeah. carrots. Well, there's many things, and that's why we're going. And, to... and of course, there's something you have to resist from doing in case you go blind. Yeah, like a true cool. sportsman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Eat more carrots then, so you can see in the dark at that's least. It. <laughs> Eat more carrots and go. Carrots. Yeah, but it's it's hard to believe we actually made it last, you know through last year. So there's other, I mean, there's going to be more air shows, there's going to be more race events. It's, I'm looking forward to an exciting year ahead. I'm, uh, I'm hoping that we, don't have, okay. that we don't have to use um, transponders yeah. anymore. Because I had... A, yeah, there is that promising news. I had yeah. a go on the race box and it worked fantastic. And, I, and the fact that you don't have to put a transponder on your quad is so good. What side oh, has it got to be? What, what, what side, left or right? Oh, it doesn't matter anymore. You just fly through the gate and it registers. So was it so something to do with a, a, a black sheep thing? Uh, no, I use the race box one. Okay. Like uh, I think it's eight or seven ad Adwinos. Adwinos. <laughs> Adwinos. <laughs> Sorry, Jay. It was a proper Adwino, you know. <laughs> In a box, programs, and then you fly through the gate and the. BTX spike picks up and it works. It worked. We, we tried it. Matthew Austin had one and we tried it a couple of weekends ago on Hidden Valley and it worked perfect. And you, you ain't got to worry about putting a transponder in your quad every time. That's true. And, and wiring it in and potential yeah, and what side and is it going to be? Left and, and right also, and Velcro and all that. I don't think they're always reliable because, I mean, A, if you have a crash, the, the contacts and stuff in the transponders, you know, they don't always work. Mm. So hopefully with a VTX, if you're not flying with a VTX, you're generally not racing, are you? No. Not unless you're doing the uh but yeah, I think um, games version. The sorry, the the easy race lap timer and the infrared version one as well. So there's like the combination of the two. Um it's like the pocket edition is the one that's the works with the VTXs. Yeah. That's yeah. the same. That's the same one as we use, but we had the race edition where you can do eight of us. Uh, I mean, okay, um, but yeah, I think from what I can tell, the um, the PVRA ones are probably not going to go over to VTX timing. Still waiting for sort of sure that it is like as millisecond accurate as the infrared ones well the trouble is with the irradiation pattern from a vtx you might get bleed forward when you haven't actually got there yeah so i don't think that there's other systems that may work better but it's probably you know i think often all too often it's not easy for people to get a rough timing guide set up between yeah. small quad events and i think steps like this are good for the you know communities out there but yeah, to start yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah. If you did it for a serious yeah. event, couldn't you um, very sneakily put something that slightly increases the pulse of power from your VTX as you're approaching the gate? 
So you get registered just a moment earlier than you would have been. But you'd have to do that on every single one. Because after your first one, you'd be trying to start where you're next on the next one. So in theory, you'd only gain a little bit of time out of the whole three, five lap thing. But, But but the cost was always a factor. And that's why a lot of people haven't bought into it. So I I just hope there's a a Minasasi ideal. don't entirely know what we're talking about what we're saying is that the gate will just measure the frequency of your drone of the video signal it uh transmits as it goes through you won't have to stick on an extra piece that's just well if you had a highly directional receiving antenna so in other words it's only receiving once it passes one point i.e the gate you can make it pretty much quite accurate to what you're doing so you know I, i think it'd be within a fraction of a second um, exactly. Yeah. It's just how much of a fraction of a second does it make a difference yeah. between you know the, the wavelength of infrared versus the wavelength of yeah. But how many times have I and, have yeah. people flying through a gate and because you're not flying through a gate level, the transponder hasn't registered. Lisa, so you can fly through a gate upside down with the race box and it works. Exactly. That's the thing. It's like you can either have something that will pick up every everyone every time, but maybe it'll pick up people when it shouldn't. Thing which is never going to pick up a wrong one, but it might sometimes miss a few. Well, do we know any costs of the VTX lap timing systems? Then has anyone got any ballpark figures? It was about seventy euros something like that it's like it? it's i can't remember 45 quid if you buy the one timer for yourself if you buy the one what does eight pilots or more i think it's like 600 quid but don't quote me on that should we just buy, it buy six of them yeah you can plug it into a laptop or run it off a, a tablet or something like that so it's when I used it, when we used it the other weekend, it was really good. That's all I can say. It was really good. And you can set out, if you wanted to, you could like GPS mark all your gates uh, around a track. Like one, one week, we all race around the one track that we've laid out, GPS mark everything, and then come back the next, mate. Right, time to add the fastest lap. Let's set up the same track and do it again and see who can beat the. You know, oh, beat I, thought, yeah, I thought it was going to give you average speeds and stuff. It will like, yeah, calculate. Oh no, not for the whole lap. I mean, I thought it would calculate, you know, individual little bits of information. No, don't worry. The oh. I know the TBS one does does all We're of that. All this, um, lit lap timing and all of that sort of thing, and it can even generate like maps, like a sort of guesstimated map of how far different people are around laps, because you know are enormous so you kind of need, need a map jack why don't you come on and ask this question because we haven't heard from you for about 10 oh. minutes and it's i feel um he got you that. there he is yeah, I, I am i am here i was You're here I was on the out. show you don't have to type into the box <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, no, I, I didn't want to interrupt and i for some reason i've got like quite bad uh internet in a way you're skipping out ever so slightly but i am following the chat that's all i'm not really saying much and i turn my video off jack is gonna he's already working on uh, the sort of scientific tests to be working on tony i think jack Um, tell tell us what ian payne asks oh yeah ian payne asks has anyone ever tried the uh, free sky tyrannus rssi based lap timer 
I think this is the Tequit one, right? I don't know. I think this is the one that runs just when you, yeah, uh, isn't it just when your signal is the strongest, it counts a lap timer as you pass yourself? That's what I believe it does, isn't it? Because I, I know some people have tested basic versions of it, but how reliable can that be? If you're talking about a receiving antenna for your transmitter, as opposed to perhaps a VTX on a on a gate, you know, where it's rigged properly. I don't, is I don't it know the how Lewis script one is he talking about with a switch? You know, I like you so. can switch. I think so. I think GFPV has got everything to do that Tyrannus one. Um, he just hasn't had time to set it up. And now this race box has come out. The race box that I tried was really, really good. Is that the one that Dom had at the... Uh... It was the one Matt Austin had a couple of weekends ago at Hidden Valley. You, you know something? You can actually get a uh, Spectrum receiver now for those that still fly Spectrum um, that does lap timing. I believe it's on signal strength. Got does it take it into account for dropouts? <laughs> mm, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll be, uh, only if you're on DSM two. That's it. Like bad. Yeah. But <sighs> I mean, is it is? It's what level of um, resolution do you want? Like, is for for having a set course around your local trees or something, it can be quite nice to have a rough timer that maybe a TX based or whatever, whatever method. But I I, I know especially want to start racing. A VTX at seventy quid, but if that only does one pilot, is is it quite a, an achievable amount for? Most I think it's forty quid. Pilots? I think the the race box is like forty forty five quid, and it does your own count. It does one person, and I'm sure the one what does uh, eight pilots is like six hundred quid. But I'm not. And so, I'm not. Do you have to? That much. Do you modify your start finish gate for that with something for that to work? Not really. It, I think um, it's just a box next to your gate. Yeah, it's just a box, pretty much near the gate, and it you you type in whatever frequency or on tonesters on fifty eight twenty two whatever so and so's on that. Keeping you up, Adam. Again, sorry about that. Sorry. Well, if 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 who makes this thing again? I forgot the name. Sorry. Um, did you I, try? I don't know. That easy race. Sorry. Easy race. Yeah. Let's get them on the show. Let's let's give them the hard questions. How accurate? Come on. Can we have one to test? <laughs> <laughs> let me let me see if I can ask Matt to come on because he was um, yeah he was the he he helped um, write the code for it. So let me find out if he's about. Well, you heard it here first. Oh. We may have him on in the future. I'll pause myself and see if I can get in contact with him for a sec. Out of um, before you do, Tony. Oh, I lost him already. I'm back. He's gone. I was going to say, when when people when you when you race, and I don't know who from the rest of us races, how what's the sort of difference between the winner and the person who comes second, person who comes third, like in fractions of seconds in a competition, typically? Depends who designed the track. So it's, all right, <laughs> it just depends on the but, size of the track. Yeah, <laughs> that's, I I appreciate that. For a typical Thomas so, Greer designed track, laugh, though. I don't know. I mean, I've overtaken like on the on on the gate a few times. Like people have coming into the gate, and I've just beat them at the gate. So it's a pretty so, narrow. Mark. I mean, you can see some of it can be, Yeah, some of it can be. But it's not only that. It's like if you set out a GPS-based track that you can do and set up a couple of times in a year, 
you could go around and go right tony done this in 27 seconds that's you could become the, that's, a, a legend that's the one you got to beat and then someone could beat it and then their time can go up and then you you do a few more tracks another few weeks and then set that track back up and then you've got to beat whoever's up next you know whoever beat that's me what the, whatever uh, boys have been doing you know thomas and all that that's you know I've been setting up the similar size track, laying it out exactly the same, and then handing their videos on YouTube with their set time. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, Whoa, we got RoboJack. RoboJack <laughs> is back. Oh, see what I mean? My internet's crap. Yeah, no, that's cool, Jack. Well, it's good to hear from you, man. I mean, you're part of the show. But I'm worried about, I'm worried just, about <laughs> here's the show, man. I'm worried I've been about looking the through the chat. And he's been there. Yeah. I get the impression that his vision might have gone red and he might have like little words over it, like human casualties, 0.0. Kill. You know, I've just paused the live chat just to join the chat and it's paused on Jack's head, looking very excited. I mean, it looks across between like he's just got his best Christmas present ever and his come face. Speaking of Greth, oh, thank you. <laughs> I need to Is take a screenshot and uh, post it. Um, no, because it says live, but I will take a screenshot of it just so you can see. Oh dear, I'm sorry to put that image in your head. Put, put it, in, put it in the chat. Did you ever write yeah. in the chat? No, I am. I just put it now. Yeah. Well, now I've got a quiet keyboard. What? I don't get called Miss Money Penny, so it's easier. I like that. That's cool. Because yeah. you can post <laughs> links. Yeah. I. So, but I don't. Can I post images straight to the chat? Yeah, because you're a mod. Oh, well. Sorry, if you know one's listening, actually, because it's not always on, on powering on, um, be sure to head over to the Bright Until I Fly YouTube page where there's a live video where you can join in the chat. Or is somebody looking after the powering on chat, by the way? Hello to the people there. I went in there. It's absolutely dead. Yeah, yeah let's let's stick with one. It's confusing otherwise. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, then. If you want to join the chat, if you want to actually post some questions or say we're doing a rubbish job, that's more than welcome. Do it on the YouTube uh, live chat. Maybe Binary. this year we'll get it on the proper Let's Drain Out, so we can just say the Let's Drain Out chat, and people will find it easier. That is probably one of our to-dos. Uh, binary Throttle asks, Tony, how does GPS work if the Earth is flat and gravity's made up? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Triangulation. Oh, excellent. <laughs> From radio masks. It's all right. They're geostationary satellites. They're above. They don't. They, they just stay there. They're stuck it's to the ceiling. Triangulation from aerial masks. Mm -hmm. They triangulate your position. The space lizards hold them in place. I was saying, G <laughs> I was saying GPS for you, mere mortals. They kept in the sky by turtle farts. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The lizard people tell you how fast you can good, go. Good call from uh, whoever that was. I didn't hear his name. Gav. And binary oh, throttle, I believe. Oh, I think. I, I know that it is. Uh, <laughs> oh, it looks like somebody's doing well. Oh, sweary, sweary. That's nice. I didn't win. <laughs> I've, I've won twice in a row. Has anyone got it out of the system before the show started, uh, Tony? Is, Clearly is, not. Is anyone, does anyone want to buy Tony's car 
Um, there's a hundred pound off every time he swears in this episode. <laughs> what is it? Do you mean ban? It, like, it has ban. no MOT and no tax at the moment. So yeah, surely, surely we buy any car are the only people you can imagine. What yeah. car is? Is it going to get towed away soon? Well, hopefully not. I'm trying to get it through his MOT tomorrow or Saturday. <laughs> But it's got no tax or anything, so I, I obviously you can't get tax without MOT. And my MOT ran out the day I was trying to get tax, and it said you have no MOT. But, and I was like, oh my god, Tony, you are aware that you're allowed to drive your car untaxed without an MOT on the road as long as it's to a garage. Yeah, I know not that. Too far away. Well, they don't even stick to distance. Yeah, no, no, it's cool. I'm, I've booked it in for as tomorrow or on Saturday, so it's fine. I'll do your MOT. Drive it up here, and we'll go flying. It will pass. I know being, there's nothing wrong with it. He's being asked if it's a BMW. It's a Bentley, isn't it? I would never drive a BMW. It's a Japanese import. <laughs> Look. Ooh, with going? a really nice number plate. What is it? You've got to keep it for the number plate time. No, oh, I know. I've already thought about that. I can't have T1 FPV on my van. <laughs> 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 it just doesn't uh, work so earlier on this couple of days ago i sent uh frank you i sent a little uh, uh well i think regards chelmsford the birthplace of radio um has banned all drones apparently is that right uh, uh, what? I don't know what you're talking Pocket about. Pocket drones. Who's who banned? Say that again. No. Who, who... Essex Chelmsford. was county town Chelmsford, which is possibly oh. one of the most unpleasant places I've ever been. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> Charles... So you don't want to go flying your drone there anyway? No. So screw them. Uh, um, Ch why do you? Uh, what is it? Um, Charles Dickens said that. Um, if I had to name the most uh, boringest spot on the face of Earth, I would say Chelmsford. <laughs> Chelmsford's moved on a bit since then, though. The whole Essex girl era. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you, I'm not necessarily on better. How do you, why do you hate it? <laughs> I, used, I used to have a friend who worked for Marconi, who are still, or were still, quite a big employer in the area. You know, they started their radio transmissions and then they didn't feel like moving. Um. Mm. But it just wasn't. Didn't seem his bit of town didn't seem very nice. Um, okay, I don't anyway, know. I've had well, bad experiences. I'll, I'll blame the town. Um, you know, if they banned them all from public parks, just go to the car parks. Technically, not <laughs> park. are they no, not Frank, a public park of some the... kind? <laughs> no, they're a, you... not a public green space park. What was that so document that... I sent you? Yeah, so Jack earlier today sent me a document. Um, so it's the IPCC's released under, I believe, by looking from the link, it's a request. And it's the police's uh, general advice guidance to officers on drones, legislation, and dealing with misuse. So it's the advice to police for what to do when you see someone being naughty with a drone and what does mean and all that I was kind of thing. The first question is surely that yes, you answered it um, before I said it. So, yeah, there's, there's a few 
issues with it. The thing is, I don't know. I'm trying to work out at the moment the latest one or whether it has been updated since this has been published because there are a few issues with it, which is why it was posted on Facebook, which is how Jack got out of it, which is why he sent it to me. Because one thing it says whether the pilot is wearing FPV goggles. If they are, this is an offence. Ooh. Oh. Wow. For a few um, Unless he's got a mic standing next to him. Exactly. Um, but it doesn't m make any mention of that, and it's definitely after the um, at least two of the FPV exemptions Exemption 1168, I believe. So, yeah, that's been around for... And definitely... It has to be renewed every year. Published. It's been renewed every but, year. But it has been, yeah. <laughs> I don't see why that would be an issue. But yeah, obviously that hasn't got through to these people. And they've, they've said a few other things like uh, an aggravating factor for offences against the ANO, the Air Navigation Order... One of the uh, one of the aggravating factors would be flying in a public building. What I would have thought the air, that flying the air in a building order, it only covers airspace. But in a building, it's, it's yeah. yeah, it's not governed by a CAA or anything like that. Although the yeah. CAA do think of themselves as covering inside buildings. I don't. No, I mean, it's, well, I've it's, spoken it's to them, and they don't want anything to do with it. They're, they're no. quite happy not having anything to do with not us, the, to be honest. Uh, yeah, yeah, not not the um, not the nice people who you ever speak to when you have those things, <laughs> but the, the people who run the people who run the courses definitely um, describe themselves as actually, which I thought was interesting. So different people there have different views on the subject is probably the best. You see, ultimately, the, the, the movie is the, 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 movie, the, the, piece, um, isn't it? legislation that they should be aware of when dealing with um, drone users and and the first one on the list is the Sexual Offences Act 2003 uh, section 67, 67 voyeurism the first oh. thing the first bit of legislation that the police should be aware really? when dealing with a drone even user bef even before anything to do with aviation that's mentioned higher oh, up no, in the document, but when they listen out. What, what it is, they put you on the back foot, isn't it? Because they, as soon as you've got a camera on it recording, and even if it's a surveillance camera like the FPV camera, you can potentially see an image. And that's where they're, they're using that to their advantage because it does, A, mean it's a different sort of aircraft. It's a surveillance aircraft. And B, yeah. it's not as easy to then say, actually, it's not like that at all, blah, blah, blah. They've already got you on the back foot. To be honest, if any policeman is with you saying anything about sexual offences, you're suddenly going to agree with anything else he says and get the hell out of there before he charges you and you can't go near schools. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you, you could stand up in court and say, look, it was FPV, here's some footage, blah, blah, blah. I wasn't fine with people. You know, the, you could easily show that even with recorded GoPro footage, it's not looking at people the closest they'd get is if you're yawing around someone but let's face it we all just yore around each other which we kind of yeah. give that unwritten consent anyway because we fly together so I, I don't think it would ever get to the levels in court of that standing up but it just means the police have that power to put you on the back foot to move you yeah. on but then uh, you know it isn't just drones in fairness 
the police can always take advantage of whatever rules they've, you know. Exactly. And, and at least we're not, say, driving near Leeds. On oh, the other interesting thing was that with the uh, with having the cameras on it, and so the footage and images are probably recorded somewhere. Uh, it makes very clear to the police like you do not have any stand on to require images, or unless they're a terrorist. A if you have reasonable suspicion that they might be a terrorist, then you can make sure that they can't. You record in a public, but, but place? surely. You have no, reasonable you suspicion that anyone that you fancy is a terrorist, or not fancy, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hmm, this person is flying something around in the sky. I think they're probably a terrorist. Better check. Well, well you know, you, I'll tell you how it's simple it I'm not saying, there's somebody that posted in one of the groups saying, I want to buy a quad. I think it was one of the junk, uh, junkyard groups. I want to buy a quad for £80. It doesn't need to carry a camera or anything, but it needs to go high, as high as it can. And... That person's definitely a terrorist. Well, no, but they're (laughs) saying it needs to carry a small weight. Now, it could be everything, anything from scientific stuff to anything. And the trouble is that things like that just only provoke public Uh, perception of these things. Well, and and not just public perception. I think he's a probably terrorist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Well, you just don't know, do you? I mean, I I just want to go really high. Yeah. I don't want to carry a camera, no, because no, I don't want to see how high I go. I just want to carry, I don't know, my poor pet hamster up there. No. <laughs> yeah, my hamster will tell me how, how yeah. much I enjoy the experience. Yeah, I see how excited my hamster got, and they'll be like, I was up there. I will, I I will hunt you down I'm, if you do that. Tony, I'm, I'm not going to put any animals. In fact, in fact. I want to fly over a ski lodge. If you, I think the only things you're allowed to put on a, on a, a, a uh, like aircraft, because I think it came down to rockets and all that, is insects. I think they let you fire insects on these things, but yeah, I think there's specific mention of rodents somewhere. You can't the, put, yeah, you can't yeah. necessarily put animals on these things anyway. Um, yeah, or when I was a kid, when I was a kid we did uh, a rocket that had a payload area. Who? Huh? Oh. I give him shit about insects too. You wouldn't even eat. You wouldn't eat a spider. Well, of course, yeah, I wouldn't. No, no, Tony does eat free, spiders. I take, I take pictures of them. He eats them every year, about seven, as they grow. No, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> they drink out of my mouth when I'm <laughs> sleeping. Oh. Uh. Is that what you call it? Is that what you call it? Right, anyway, let's change the subject. Yeah. I have bought today a fox ear arrow. Has anyone purchased a new this. one isn't there a new one is that the because the, i have and the only fault i have is a lot of people break them and sometimes the screws push the chip off the inside board of the first one i got and the voltage doesn't work unless you run a wire into the back so unless they've the changed only faults things, i can think of them is that they're and, shit and and the white balance needs to be adjusted well, and that's about it oh, that's sorry. you asked my thoughts but right. i think they might have fixed a few of that i might take it back then. <laughs> <laughs> well I don't where know. Did, where did you take your voltage from for a start? Can it just okay. be, come from the board? Like the, if you it run a, a a lead uh, through the back. Yeah, you got to no, you got to well, you you can measure whatever you want, but it's got to come through. You've got to solder a, a direct lead onto the board, only the the positive. What? So just at anywhere on the PDB, or ju- or to a? <laughs> you can't just pick a spot and solder to it. You have to well, see where it actually. <laughs> Um, there is, I think it's clearly marked on the board, but there's plenty of guides if you uh, Google it. Um, you will find the exact spot. But check your version because they might have actually changed it 
from the version I had. Well, right, I'll tell you one thing. No, no, no. This Ian Payne says thing. the V1 was terrible. You can't use long screws at the really small metric size because often they'll push through the side of the case and push the chip off the tracks. And you, you basically, you might get your OSD, but you'll just get a blank. Uh, blank. How do I know if it's this is the um, V2 or V1? I don't know if there's a V2. It's, I think they yeah, did. Uh, I thought you said it was a V2 at the beginning. It right? says CCD. Sony Super had two. <laughs> yeah, that's not it. Two. There you go. Uh, that sounds... If you, if no, you open, a... if you open the it. box and you know on the... the... <laughs> oh, Surely he's got a live unboxing video now. Live unboxing with Tony. Here I'm we go. Unboxing it. Okay. I've, I've, got, I've, got, I've got a much more exciting live unboxing <laughs> potentially. Jack is coming away. No, we don't want to know what that is. Stop it. Children. Children, right. right. So, any, any other? I've unboxed it. You know, you know the um, uh, the OSD uh, changing um, yes, or circuit board thing. Has yeah. it got like a little white clip halfway along the wire? Hold on, you know, like a little um, socket. Is that how you determine V one or V two? Yeah, yeah, V V. Uh, v1 there was no other way to like disconnect it than other other than like pulling the the actual molex little pin bit out but that's about it no alternatively oh, the v2 that, has more pins say that again i've got this i've got voltage. this thing <sighs> yep look in the in the chat keep talking tony uh, i've got this thing what do you want me to look at have a look at the wire has it got like a little connector in yes, the middle of the has. wire yeah that's a v2 so look, this is, this is what you're talking about. So it's not a doodle bug; it's the other one. <laughs> yeah. So, so but I've got that. Yep. If it's got that little connector. Take that apart there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was no connector on the V1. So um, I do believe uh, the um, local flyer to you all down there, uh, a test crash test dummy flyer, as in Clinton, has tried one of the V2s and they've managed to smash the. Uh, case open. Oh, Clinton and... can smash. <laughs> I know. Anything. But, <gasps> I but all I'm going to say that. is, all I'm going to say is, I don't know if the classics age very tough, and B, he had some white balance issues, and I think that's the reason he had a crash, because you do need to adjust it from the standard. I don't think it the white balance is set very well, so well, don't expect to just. Got, it. That's it's everything, so you can change everything. Yeah, so make sure you do before you test it. That's all. I always put. Um, you mean Banny's, Jack always does Banny's settings <laughs> on before I fly anyway because Banny's settings are really good. Do you want to share them with everyone? I mean, everyone deserves we good did. camera settings. I think Again. he shared them. I can't put it back in a box if I want to take it back anyway. God damn it. <sighs> so there's, so other, the monster, with, there's a monster. It comes with like uh, two cases. So if you ruin one case, you can put on the other case. Well done, Tony. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm, what I'm worried about is um, I, d I land when my timer goes off. Yeah. So my timer does like 2 minutes 15 when I know I need to land. Well, I'm worried about having this on my camera, whether it's going to pee me off having Fox ear written across it and having a timer going off and having the voltage just going up and down 
because it's all very well good having Turn voltage. It off. But the no, voltage but, but, goes okay. up and down okay. anyway, because as soon as you punch the air, it goes down, and then you slow down and let you know come down off your punch, and then it goes back up again. So okay, it's my view is my view is because let's face it, yeah, you can punch up and then you can come down, but if you just do ten seconds of level flying, not exerting it, and you know what the voltage is at that, you got a good idea as to what it might be at, and. The, I, I'm a fan of timer and only flying, uh, flying to my time limit mm. because uh, I've killed oh, so many batteries not doing that. But now I've moved from some drone lamps to some Aishi batteries and they give a much longer fly time or at least you can't tell the power sag because sometimes you can tell when a battery is towards the end of its life. But also some of the other batteries seem to have that more, more staying power. So having a voltage reference is always a great thing I find. Just even to just have that few seconds level flight oh it's at 13 volts maybe i'll land you know i, I, I always say voltage is a good thing even if you've got time i agree if you're freestyling but if you're racing and you've like got too much stuff going on while you're trying to concentrate overtake people remember the track is it going to be a hindrance having too much information on this well what we'll do is we'll incorporate Quite that tough. into our into our sort of tests on you tony we'll see if you can handle it without with them without whether you're drugged uh drunk or anything you know throwing water over you while you're flying see if we can refresh you and get you excited we'll test all these things don't worry okay let me touch your nipples a lot less worried about this than about... <laughs> jack don't you do that anyway i know you didn't get married but surely you're still doing things like that yeah but they haven't done it scientifically yet Come on, touching nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, uh, Jay's on the slow gin and liking it. No, you know what? No, no, it's actually quite fun. I'm actually feeling good about this year. I actually signed up for the uh, BF, uh, FPVRA, FPVVVRA Racing Association for the first yeah. time. So Yeah, mine run out. Mine yeah, because it's a couple of days ago. I need to do redo it again. So, you know, I'll... I'll yeah, it's good, good of you to enjoy i'm looking forward to this year it's uh, the sun's on its way and not on its way out it's coming back so. by the way if we're oh. lucky enough lucky enough to have anyone who flies fpv in barcelona i'm gonna be there in june and i'd love to fly somewhere around there so oh, barcelona. You're, not gonna, you're not gonna miss summer's bonds <laughs> oh when's that is awesome it may or may not happen so um what? But it's June is the possible. May not happen. It's okay. happening. Well, I've been to get to this happen. festival for about 13 years, and I figured this year of any year I'm going to do it. So, oh, we, uh, is that the what's it called? Um, so now oh. it's kind of like a music and creative tech. Jack, you'd love it. They have like all sorts of creative technologies and stuff. Frank, um, please tell they... me Sumner's Ponds on. Yeah. I think it is. Tenth of Thomas posted of June. Tenth Sorry? of what? The date. And then lots of people. perfect. That's just before I fly out. Then awesome. Um, it's so relaxing at Sumner's Pond. Well, so I haven't I been there at all ever. Isn't so camping the opposite of relaxing. No. No. Brilliant. When you. Well, okay. Okay, Adam. Camping plus booze equals relaxing. Uh, yeah. Fair point. Apart from in the middle of the night when you need to get up and go for a pee. But uh, that's, that's bloody. Life. Over the other, mate. Especially over now I'm, I'm over the hill. What, over Tony? Over your mate's tent, innit? Uh, did I just hear that? I'm, no, I'm no, no, no. No. I'm no. never camping whilst you're at Hidden Valley ever again. No. I thought you were like peace loving and, and vegan. 
Oh, cool. He's still allowed to mark his territory. Yeah, but that's yeah. not peaceful. That's horrid. At least you know it'll be vegan pee. It will be. Uh, what are the benefits of the BFPVRA? Exactly, Tony Tullers, because I was going to ask her that question. I'm going, was that from the chat? Who asked that? that, that, that. Uh, Frank should answer that. I, I should. Um, uh, so You get to piss Greer off. Anyway, just... Yeah. Yeah. Good question, Ian Payne. Just call yourself Jack, you'll be fine. Uh, BFPVRA. PVRA, British FPV Racing Association, uh, it's a non non-profit. It's a, the kind of specialist body of the uh, BMFA, completely separate membership. Um, the BFPVRA will give you is a number that will allow you to uh, qualifying events uh, and British Championship and stuff like that. There is a members area and forum on the website that you'll get access to. Um, you'll get priority entry to events. What was that? Does anyone use that chat? <laughs> it gets used basically for organizing events. Is the main so it gives thing. you a number mainly. That's the main thing. Mainly a number and a membership card and a lanyard and an overwhelming sense of gratification um, for supporting. When should I feel that? Um, throughout uh, the year. When I get at least my number. Yeah. When you receive your lanyard, put it around your neck, wearing <laughs> only that and nothing else. Forever. Yeah. Shower with and, and goggles. Oh, that's it. Uh, but I'm you don't actually around. get the sense of gratification <laughs> until you take a selfie in that situation. Like, no, no, but I mean, yeah. I, I just tell you one thing: for signing up, you don't get much back other than thanks for the money. So obviously, the the, the season hasn't even started, and um, but there's regular contact. You do get to be in the races the when they do start. Huh? It's mainly the you events. Get... The the cost of um, is basically the cost of running the database and website because what what the whole point of the number is is that your name and details are connected to that number in the database and so when an events organizer wants to organize an event rather than getting every person to put in all their details and trying to chase everyone up and everyone knows that that's an issue like you don't want to start off your weekend with people running around trying to work out who is who and what channel is everyone on and and you know where are they? How do we get hold of them? Why aren't they here? Yeah. So it's the, basically it's making it a lot easier for events organisers to organise events. Um, and it's but you know as part of that, uh, the dealing with the BMFA, Ofcom, um, CAA, and the FAI uh, to make sure that flying FPV and that races can more uh you know sort of mainstream sport in the the fai um so last year that was how the uh queen's cup pv world so if you remember 
uh, we covered it at the time. We had some field recording as well, but the uh, the Queen's Cup is a um, UK trophy. It's one of the oldest uh, competitive trophies in the world, but um, for the past few decades, it's been for aviation sports, everything from cross-country cross gliding to um, aerobatics, um, like full-scale. Um, but then last year, it was given to FPV racing. So the, the BMFA, PVRA ran the Queen's Cup event um, to to run that as a you know as a the way you won or the, the trophy that's you know or, a proper aviation full scale trophy. So. The trouble with racing, though, of these league events and stuff, it's great for the people that have been flying, you know, year two years and stuff that have been racing like Tony and gone to events. But I guess we don't have many events for new people, even wanting to try it out and stuff like that. But I think there might be something in May this year for even those pilots that would like to at least have a go, but not feeling like they want to go up against the fast pilots that are just instantly going to set the lap times and stuff. Yeah, I think... Um... I think we should have a let's drone out type thing that does that next year. Yes. Yeah, that, uh, drone games was quite fun last year, so yeah. I definitely want to do that yeah. again. But yeah, obviously, um, obviously the, the team in the air show event. Yeah, Hopefully which usually we'll coincides with International Drone Day, um, <laughs> which is into its third year now. So yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Before um, we move too far away from BFPRA, for anyone who does want to organize an event or a club or anything, uh, BFPVRA has a whole stock of, um, I mean, besides the fact that there's all the people that organize all the other events, so you've got all that kind of knowledge to feed off of. Um, there is uh, an affiliate program for the, that if you want um, equipment and stuff for running events, so if you are saying like the, the race tracking quite expensive BF, yeah will organize uh it generally works on the basis of if you can organize <laughs> guessing it from uh basically greer to your events then you can get access to all the track timing and the uh is for doing the um the, the race wall and things like that and uh stickers um, I'm just reading the chat. <laughs> there, there are stickers as well. Yep. Well, I, think, I think that's very important to a lot of people. Yeah, HBI okay. guy, I think, number one. Does he do this? <laughs> he needs some stickers. <laughs> um, I can, next week, I can get on, uh, I've just been speaking to my buddy, Matthew. He can come on with uh, the, the uh, main designer of Racebox next week and have a, like, 20-minute chat. So... That sounds get, perfect. I will try to yeah. arrange that for next week so we can talk, uh, get the guys on. We can talk about Racebox uh, next week. Yeah, and we'll get our difficult questions ready for then. Yes, so tune in next week to hear about the Racebox. Yeah, no worries. Right, right. thank you again <laughs> for Jack, tuning in done. to Let's Drone Out. Oh, one, more thing, one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. Let's on. have a great 2017. <laughs> 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 no, honestly, thank you. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for listening to us for a whole year. Please do it again for this year.
don't nice. forget the spoilers in many ways, but main one is giving Jack a big hug. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So you've been listening to Let's Drone Out. You've been joined by Adam Juniper, DJI. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone. He's, he's calling that now. Frank or Adam? Uh, Adam? What? Frank or Adam? What? Adam. Andrew. You mentioned me already. You move on Frank. to the next person. <laughs> so you need to Someone talk. I didn't know whether uh, anything was working. Frank? It's all right. Oh, sorry. I did Hello. my little goodbye <laughs> salute. Bye. Oh, I didn't see the salute. Sorry. No. Um, yeah. Right, Jay. Well, thanks, Frank. Yeah, thanks, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, Jack. Mwah! And then much love. Tony. Au revoir. Or Tony Star One. And bright and light. Thank you and good night. Bye.